This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. The Chappelle Show. You're listening to The Chappelle Show, Joy 94.9, the only hip-hop show on this fantastic radio station. And one thing that we're all about, not only at Joy, but on The Chappelle Show, is supporting local music. And a great thing about doing a hip-hop show is that the quality and the calibre of Aussie hip-hop has gone through the roof in the in the past few years. Few years. And one of the pioneers of Aussie hip-hop, particularly here in Melbourne, is a guy called Mantra. We just played his song, Loudmouth. And uh, I've got him on the phone. Mantra, welcome to The Chappelle Show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing very very, very well. Now, you, I just got, you just called me a pioneer. I think so, because I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, and it shows, I think, both of our age, but I'm sure I remember seeing you, like, playing in the early 2000s, just sort of starting out at the Evelyn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was our lounge room for a little while. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember back in the day, and then, like, I sort of went overseas for a bit and came back. It's like, oh, Monday night at the Evelyn's awesome. And then it was, like, something completely different. Yeah, yeah me. Sorry, we don't, yeah, we don't do that anymore. We, we, had, our, we had our golden era there. They were um, some good days. Yeah, yeah, they were some. I have some very fond memories of those times. Like, I mean, that's where I kind of cut my teeth too. Like, that's that's where I started rapping. You know, that's where I started kind of performing. It was always like, a really yeah, yeah. open. It was like those open mics and stuff. Yeah, were, were happening there. Like Fat Logic was was on, um, which was Elf Transporters Night. And yep. There were a few kind of jam nights happening around Fitzroy and stuff. That's where I learned to rap on stage, and then that's where I met. The people I ended up, you know, starting my first like band with with Ilzilla, and, so, and then we ended up playing there every week as well. So yeah, like, you guys did great. Yeah, yeah. Well, so like that was, uh, yeah, that was very formative time for me. So from back from then in the early two thousands, has it been a hard slog to get where you are now? Because you are one of the big names in Aussie hip hop. Let's face it. Has let's it been hard? It. Or <laughs> <laughs> let's all say it. Let's say what we're all thinking. I am very famous. It's just that um, nobody knows that yet. So, like, you know, it's a weird place to be, really, knowing that you're thoroughly famous but absolutely unrecognizable to everybody. It's kind of weird. Um, but it has, been, it has been hard work. I mean, the thing is, it's like I, I kind of I feel like a, a duty of care sometimes. I've got a duty of care or, or something like that because I work with a lot of young people and they all want to kind of work in the hip-hop industry and they want to move into the music industry. But I don't feel like I can really recommend it in any good conscience as like a viable career option because it's just, you know, it's hard. It's hard to do it. It's, it's hard, hard to, work, yeah. It's hard to make it your life. But I guess the thing is, you know, and I, I think most of my fellow artists, most of the people I kind of talk to about it, um, whether they're hip hop artists or not, or just you know just following some kind of path, you know, in the creative arts or something like that. Most most of the time, it's 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 really hard work. It's probably it's harder work than say a nine to five. I put way more of my time and energy and investment into this than I would any other job. Well, but yeah. It's but it's something that you don't mind doing because essentially it's the thing that you love most in the world. Anyway. Yeah, well, they often say that the thing that you're willing to do for free is what you, you want to do for life. So That's exactly right, yeah. Yeah, that's and good. Like, you know, I, I used to hate my dad for being a workaholic, because, like, you know, I didn't really get to see him as much as I wanted to when I was kind of young, and I didn't get it. But, you know, like, I realize now that, that 
the reason he was a workaholic is because he loved what he was doing. You know, yeah. he, had a, he had a job that he he really wanted to do, and it, it was either he he did it for himself or it wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? So like, I kind of feel like I'm in that situation now. Absolutely. Now, I mean, you've put a lot of hard work into your music, and you know, the tagline, you know, is your the favorite rapper's favorite rapper. So you're really well respected in the industry. Um, and I imagine having that respect from your peers is cool. Um, what means more to you? Is that having the love from the industry or having the fan love? Um, well, I mean, I don't think I prioritize either one. I think like, you know, both are great. <laughs> yeah. Both are good to have. Um, I think, I think the, the reason, the reason I say shit like, you know, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper is because like when I initially came, came through and when I was coming up, it was, it was those dudes that were giving me props. I wasn't getting played on the radio and I wasn't, you know, um, selling out shows or anything like that. I wasn't getting written up in any big reviews, but it was the heads that were kind of checking for me. Like, so the dudes that were giving me props initially were, were dudes that I kind of looked up to and respected and at least respected the opinions of. Because I figure, like, you know, if a, if a dope rapper is calling you a dope rapper, I figure they know what they're talking about. Yeah, you know and they're I mean? not just going to say that, are they? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. Especially not publicly, you know what I mean? So when people were kind of coming out and saying stuff like that, it was it was filling me with confidence. Um, but of course, at the end of the day, that kind of doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything if you haven't got that appreciation from the wider audience, because essentially they're the, they're the music fans. They're the people that are coming to the shows and buying the album and enjoying the music. And I guess, you know, having those beautiful moments with your music, you know, that we all have. So, the, so that's no less important to me than the, the love from the peers. I don't, I don't think either one outweighs the other. I think they're both important because if, no one enjoys my music, then I'm basically doing it for myself. Absolutely. In my bed. Yeah, which is, which is, can be fun, but a bit, a bit of a sad state of affairs after, you know, 13 <laughs> years or whatever it is. Well, exactly, you know. And it, you, it, would, it would suit my, my daily regime, though. I usually, you know, fall asleep with, you know, a, can, a cold can of baked beans open on the bed. Oh, um, you know, while, messy. I, while I weep myself to sleep. <laughs> <I> do not. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's cool. That would kind of suit. That that uh <laughs> that lifestyle. Okay, well at least you're prepared for it. Should all should it all go? I guess you know pear shape. At least you're yeah, prepared man. for it. I, I doubt- think angry like angry kind of tramp suits me well. <laughs> well, I like, think kind of just abusing strangers on trams and you know. <laughs> I think I can I can do that. I don't think it's going to be a problem for a little while. I think you're doing okay for now. So don't don't plan for it anytime soon in the future. How about we All agree right, on that? Plan B. Plan it's, B. Yeah, something it's to fall back on. Plan. Yeah, man. It's good to have something to fall back on. <laughs> cool. And even if it is being unemployed and angry. <laughs> well, at least just something. You're two things there. Exactly. <laughs> cool. We're chatting to Mantra here on Joint 94.9. We'll be back in just a moment. I want to play you some more music from Mantra. I'm going to keep chatting to him. This is the Chappelle Show, Joy 94.9. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB TIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. The Chappelle Show. This is Joy 94.9. You're in the Chappelle Show, the only hip-hop show on this radio station. We're chatting with Mantra. We just heard his song, Got Me Wrong. Now, Mantra, you've just had some pretty cool news. You've just signed with 10 to 2 Records, where Seth Sentry is as well. What does yep. that mean for you? Um... 
Well, I guess uh, I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Um, basically, what that means is they're going to uh, be releasing my new record. Um, so, Loudmouth, which is the first single, um, that is off my upcoming album. So that'll be that'll be released later in the year. Okay. Um, and so, basically, yeah, they're they're the new team. They're going to be they're going to be taking care of that release, which is awesome because they're homies of mine and. Um, you know they brought yeah they brought out the Seth record they they also uh, look after my homie Grey Ghost yeah um, yeah so they they know what they're doing and they're they're part of the fam so yeah it's feeling good and uh, does that mean you're not with Obese Records anymore yeah that's uh, that's the deal um, so I signed on to two records with Obese yep um, which they did a pretty marvelous job of um, of getting out there. Uh, but yeah, so I was out of contract with them. These guys were really keen. They kind of had an offer that was was looking really good. I spoke to a bunch of labels, um, you know, before the release of this album. But it just felt like it kind of really would fit the best with these guys. So absolutely. So you're yeah. in a good, pretty good place to be able to pick your record label. I imagine it must be. Yeah. It must feel good. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I can't glamorize that too much. I can't, you know, it's not like I just sat down in a room and went, okay, what do you got, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I don't think, you know, I, ha- I quite had that much power. Um, but the thing is, like, with with labels, I mean, like, I've got, you know, strong relationships with a few, um, you know, a few labels around the country and, and hip-hop labels and stuff. And, you know, it's it's kind of got to work both ways, you know what I mean? Like... There were there were a couple of labels interested that, um, you know, I would have been really keen to work with, but you know, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Maybe that was because their their um, schedule for releases was looking too busy this year, or you know, yeah, um, the way they they wanted to release it didn't fit in with my plans, and you know, things like that. So the decision just basically got made because Ten to Two was like looking really really good. They're really awesome dudes totally passionate and excited about the music and and all of that but also were able to to kind of facilitate the release that I wanted to do yeah. this year which which was you know um in the end it meant meant that was like kind of a uh I guess an easy decision to make you know yeah absolutely now you uh, released the song Loudmouth, which we debuted here last week on the Chappelle Show, uh, but you're also doing a tour to support that, which is quite cool. But the yeah. video for Loudmouth, um, it's quite a fun one, and it's directed um, by you know your stablemate Grey Ghost. Now, he's getting around as a director, isn't he? Because he's done a couple for Seth Century now, a couple of videos. Yeah. Does he come up with a concept, or do you come up with it together? Because a lot of his videos sort of, I feel like he does fun videos. That's his, yeah, that's his yeah, thing. Yeah, he does, which is why I wanted him to direct that one. So, and I I actually um, had to clarify this the other day because I couldn't remember who thought of the concept, um, but apparently I did. That's what he <laughs> Good, told <aren't> me. <laughs> so <laughs> I came up with that concept like pretty soon after the the song was made. It just kind of seemed like that was that was the way to go. Um, but and so I kind of was playing with some ideas and just like thinking about how we could do it and thinking about some funny stuff we could we could kind of get in there. But then, like, very quickly after having had that idea, that initial idea, it was pretty clear to me that um, Jeremy um, Grey Ghost needed to, needed to do it. He had just done, like, the float away video yep. um, for Seth Century, and I'd seen him do a, a few other things. I just knew he would nail it. I knew him and Nick Reeve, who's the co-director and um, the director of photography, 
like they work really well together, but I just knew that their style would would absolutely smash it. Because the song so, is like, even though it's a song about you know you growing up and you're know, having some troubles at school or whatever, it's still essentially like a bit more of a fun look on your upbringing, I guess. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's meant to be like a kind of a lighthearted song, you know. And it's basically just about me, I guess, having never <laughs> never done anything but but talk a lot. <laughs> no, and really? Not being able to, yeah. <laughs> I can't shut up. Like, I still can't. It's I great can't for me I'm... as an interviewer. I'm like, this is brilliant. I'll interview you every week. It's great. Oh, well, that's, that's awesome, man. See, I love talking. And... And I just, but I can't stop it. So, like, you know, it's great for you as an interviewer, but for me as a functional member of society, it kind of gets in the way sometimes. It doesn't go hand in hand with, like, I, I don't know, like, uh, just just basically high-functioning um behavior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, I guess those sort of things can get in the way, but for people who might not have seen the video for Loudmouth, just give us a very quick sort of syn- idea of the, the, the rundown of it. Okay, well, so yeah, the the idea is um, I'm uh, like, it's, it's me kind of in a school situation with a bunch of uh, young school kids, so like, you know, uh, they're all about like 10 or 11 Um so basically the idea is that I'm at school at my age with these guys. So I've never kind of grown up and whatever. And I'm just in there basically uh, making a ruckus. Being silly. Ruckus yeah, it's great style, fun though. Except in a, in a kind of stuffy <laughs> boarding school looking thing. So it's kind of like a British, the, the style we were going for was like that cold, bleak, British kind of stern um, private school, which is very different to the school that I went to school that I went to was a little bit more ghetto than that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't mention the name because um, all my all the peeps that I know now that work at Brunswick Secondary would be really upset if I did. Um, <laughs> it's a good school now, apparently. It's a good you know, we're just school. waiting for me to get out of there. I think I was just holding up the whole process. Yeah, I think that area's changed a lot. I grew up around there and I, re- I refer to yeah. it as well as my ghetto upbringing and people don't yeah. believe it because it's full of hipsters now. It's becoming yeah, gentrified. Yeah, like, you're kidding, right? Like, yeah. you know, where you go and have a five-star meal and, you know, take pictures for Instagram. Not when I was growing up. Yeah, not when I was growing up, man. <laughs> there were sweatshops there when I was growing up, man. It was a, it was a dark place. <laughs> yeah, it was not pretty. We turned out okay, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at us. We're awesome. <laughs> Kicking still, goals. Still didn't get much of an education, but that was mainly my fault, <laughs> yeah. um, as explained in the song loud now. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of funny. We 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 totally did the private school thing in the in the video because we just knew that that would be a funnier way to you know represent that. If we just had a bunch of sad kids playing footy like like my school actually looked at lunchtimes. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing funny about that. It's just kind of, you know, it's kind of bleak. Yeah, not as much fun. It doesn't suit the song. It is a very good song. Um, Thank you're on, you. <laughs> you're on Joe 94.9. We're chatting with Mantra, an MC based out of Melbourne. Now, you're also going on a tour to support this mm. single launch, and then I imagine yep. you'll probably maybe do another tour later on in the year for yeah. the album. Yeah, we'll probably, uh, probably, well, I mean, we'll definitely go on tour once the album drops. Um, but so depending on when exactly that happens and, you know, and how we do that, I guess we'll we'll make up our minds 
about exactly where we go. But, yeah, that'll be a bit later in the year. Yeah, so you've got dates coming up at the beginning of June. You're playing in Perth on the 1st, here at the Northcote Social Club on Thursday the 6th of June. So you've got to get in quickly for tickets to that because it's not a huge venue, so I imagine that's going to sell out pretty quickly. Then you're doing... I like your confidence. <laughs> well, the tickets went on sale a few weeks ago and I can't even imagine there'd be any left uh, now. Yeah, they went on sale last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't waste bloody time, mate. North no. Social Club. Get on it. 6th of June. It's a weeknight, but who cares? Oh, going out on a school night's the best, best thing to do. Exactly, man. And then you... And like, it's so funny, though. Like, is it, you know, I've put up some posts about the show and, and, you know, the tickets have gone on sale. And a few of them, I think, like, you know, mainly, mainly people that I know, <laughs> like friends of mine and stuff, keep saying, oh, man, why are you, why are you launching your thing on a Thursday night? And it's like, oh, man. It's like, yo, dude. We we listen to hip hop music, man. Like, can you see like you know Notorious B.I.G. going? Oh man, I can't I can't go out on a Thursday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got to be a bit on, more badass. Dude. I think you got to be a little bit more gangster. And yeah. I got to be up early for work. And I'm like, who doesn't have to be up early in the morning? Everyone has to do that. And then mantra, I think again that is showing our age because a lot of my mates won't come out on a weeknight anymore either. So, yeah. but you got to yeah, tell them to think, toughen up. You know, yeah, I, I think so, but I think I'm, I'm getting, more, I'm becoming more of an old person in my in my habits as well because I I would actually prefer going out in a, on a weeknight. Um, and when there's not a lot of people around, the weekend, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and by the time it gets to the weekend, I kind of just have a cup of tea and kick back, you know. Yeah, well, my argument is that through my stamps. <laughs> that sounds like a fun hobby. That you're, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Don't let all the secrets out today, though. Yeah, got to maintain the facade of cool. My pantry. Oh, what a fun way to spend the weekend! Yeah, but, almonds at the top. <laughs> well, very good. Moving on to beetroot. Well, you must have had yeah. some kind of education if you can put your alphabet in order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a, I had a very extensive and expensive education, which resulted in me knowing the alphabet. Well, well, good. Well, it's something, isn't it? It's important <laughs> it's to know the order of the letters. Point. Yeah, apparently. Apparently Excellent. it's real easy. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're doing okay. I think if you can rhyme, the alphabet's the least of your worries. So That's right. Yeah. You've done really well. Well, Mantra, thanks so much for joining us here on The Chappelle Show. So Thursday, 6th of June, you're playing in Melbourne, but because we stream online around the world, you're doing a gig 1st of June in Perth, 7th in Brisbane, and the 8th of mm. June in Sydney. That's a lot of shows in a very short amount of time. Yeah, well, so we're... Uh, we're we got, oh, was that the... Did you say the 8th in Sydney? Yes. That date actually got changed. We're actually oh. playing on the 4th. So it's ah, not that compressed. You're going to have a break. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. We actually had to change that date. Um, but so, yeah, that show is now on the 14th at The Standard in, in Sydney. Lovely. So if anyone's listening to, from Sydney, come along, come along to that. Cool. Nice one. All right, well, thank you so much for your time, Mantra. I uh, no hope problem. the thank single you. launch goes well, and we can't wait to hear the new album. You'll have to come back on when the album right. comes out. Will do. No worries. The Chappelle Show. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.